Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Fabulous, a podcast about finding the fabulous in the everyday. I've missed you guys because I usually post a new episode once every two weeks, but last weekend was actually Pride Weekend in London, and I was busy doing things Pride-related the whole weekend, so I didn't manage to get an episode out, but it's actually quite fitting Um, because today's episode is an interview with a young lady from Texas called Ashley Alyssa and uh, we're going to be talking about activism and ways to be actionable in your community kind of for the greater good. So you may have seen on Instagram I mentioned it um, but I actually volunteered at Pride this year. Um, I've been thinking a lot about my role as um, I guess a person in the world who has a certain amount of privilege and a certain amount of power to 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 make a difference and do something good and um I guess you may know but I've, I've always been kind of drawn to LGBTQ culture um in in the kind of the music and the fashion and the flamboyance it's always been something that I've innately been drawn to even as a young child and kind of growing up I've always been had very my closest friends have all been gays or the gays sorry or part of the LGBTQ community um I'm laughing because it's like a whole thing that I refer to them as the gays but um in all seriousness it's you know it's it's not I, I'm very conscious I don't want it to be a tokenism thing and it's not a novelty I don't see it as a novelty I'm never like oh you're gay we're gonna get on great it's more I get to know someone and I'm like oh you're into this oh you're we we like the same music or you get my sense of humor and then nine times out of ten it usually turns out that they are part of the LGBTQ community. But I have been thinking as someone who is a straight, identifies as heterosexual and spends a lot of time in gay bars and attending drag shows and consuming a lot of LGBTQ culture and engaging with, you know, this this whole kind of, you know, gay Twitter, I'm saying in inverted commas online. Um, I want to think about my role and what I'm doing to actually lift that community up because there's still a lot of work to be done. Um, So that was why in this year, at this year's Pride, I decided that it really isn't about me. Whilst Pride, I went, actually I went to my first Pride last year. I went to London Pride and I had a great time with my friends and I can see why heterosexual people like to go and I see why they go in solidarity, but it's actually a day that's not about me. It's, it's letting other people, people who need that platform and need that space to raise their voice and um, fight for their rights to really take to the forefront. So I decided to volunteer and I honestly had the best time and it felt right that I was a volunteer and not an attendee. I'm not saying that pride should not be attended by straight people. I just think there's a certain mindfulness that the reason it exists is because they are still fighting for rights that we have as straight people and they do not. So with that in mind, um, I'm going to introduce today's guest who, as I mentioned earlier, is Ashley Alyssa. And she is someone who is 
taking a step back and using her her time and her energies to fight for people who don't have access to the same things that we that she does and who who need her help so um, I hope you guys enjoy this interview it's a super inspiring one Ashley, I'm so excited to have you on my podcast all the way from Corpus Christi across the Atlantic in Texas. And I'm going to have to try really hard not to pick up your accent because I do this thing where I pick up people's <sighs> accents. So I'm going to have to try really hard. How are you doing today? I'm kind of the same way. Oh, I'm doing great. Tired. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. I'm, yeah, really hyped to be speaking to you because we've had kind of like an ongoing friendship on Instagram. So it's really cool to be speaking to you live. Like, you know that friendship where you're just in each other's DMs. Like, so it's awesome to be speaking to you. So I wanted to interview Ashley because she is doing so many cool things. Not only do you create these awesome looks inspired by pop culture and film and music, and you have excellent music taste, by the way, Casey Musgraves, you know what's up. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. do you want to tell everyone about what you're doing with, um, in terms of activism and your charity? Yeah, so Period Corpus Christi, we're part of Period the Menstrual Movement, which is part of a nationwide organization and there's I want to say there's like 200 and something chapters all across or all across the world and we're the only South Texas chapter or we were at one point now there's one in the Rio Grande Valley and what we do is distribute pads and tampons to local homeless shelters we try and petition to get free period products in schools and just open up conversations about periods because it's taboo, unfortunately, still mm-hmm. in 2019. So that's what we try and do. You're right. It is still so taboo. Like, I still get uncomfortable talking about it. And I'm like, why do I get uncomfortable? Literally every woman, like, goes through this. So it, yeah. I think that's so awesome. And so how did you get started with it? So actually, I started a GoFundMe in November of 2016, which was a really weird time for the United States we Mm -hmm. just got a new president and I felt like I don't know I was just so discouraged reading all the news headlines and felt like there's something I needed to do to you know be productive and I saw a Kotex ad while I was watching a YouTube makeup tutorial like I always do and Mm -hmm. they do these period product drives and they really encourage people to do one so I did one I raised $1,200 and I think 12 days and I went to Sam's Club which is like a big bulk like Walmart where they have a bunch of I don't know they sell like pads and tampons in like 100 count boxes so I went there pretty much bought everything they had with the money that I raised and I just donated the products to shelters and then I found out about period and made a chapter. Wow okay and how did you how was this a cause like before you started the GoFundMe why was this a cause that you felt so drawn to? Well, I don't, I think it's something that I didn't even realize. Like, I think we're, you know, we're always caught up in our lives. We don't really bother to think about other people. And I just saw that ad and it really touched me. Like, I can't even imagine what it'd be like to not have, you know, a pad or a tampon during my period. A lot of these homeless or people who are experiencing homelessness, they have, they have to use socks, they have to use restaurant napkins, plastic bags, and that can lead to infections, and it's just horrible. I mean, when you're on your period, that's probably like the worst time of the month, so imagine not having access to these resources. It makes it a million times worse. 
And that's so true because it's one of those things that we really take for granted. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think I, I've heard a lot. Well, like this other podcast I listen to, this girl says she always like homelessness is a really big issue in London. And she says she always carries around like pads or tampons. And when she sees a homeless woman, she just gives them, gives it to them. And it's such a simple thing that I think anyone can do. Um, are there any like other kind of really actionable things that you think you and I can just do to like the average person can just do if they're not attached to a a bigger organization like you are I think like what you said is a great idea or even if you have like an extra box of tampons just leave them at a local coffee shop you know you never know when even someone who isn't you know homeless needs one we always you know periods are unexpected sometimes and I always forget about (laughs) them and I don't have a pad on me at all times so Mm -hmm. Um, I think just easy things like that or yeah, like what your friend does, just holds them and holds extra uh, period products on their purse just mm-hmm. to hand them out. I think that's good. Or always carry some in your car. I don't know. I think that'd be okay. Or just donate some to shelters directly mm-hmm. too. That'd be a great idea. Mm-hmm. So you're you're quite kind of focused on your your local community, right? Is that correct? Now yeah. I think in this age of like social media activism is like a huge thing. I think our generation, we really want to, our generation that we really want to stand up and make a change. And I think it's, it's very easy to send a tweet or, you know, post something on Instagram, but I think it's really amazing that you're really making it in, a difference in your community. So is there any advice you'd have for someone who wants to make a difference within their community, but isn't sure where to start? Um, I think just find something you're passionate about. I've always been passionate about feminism. Mm -hmm. So I think just find something that you're interested in, whether it's animals, like going volunteering at a local shelter, tutoring kids at like a after school program or visiting elderly people at the elderly homes, just anything. I'm pretty sure everyone has something they're passionate about or even like environmentalism, that's something that's really important now. So Mm -hmm. just little things like that. If you can share a post on social media, it really does help. You know, I feel like people think, I don't know, like people do stuff to post on social media, I guess, maybe to make Mm -hmm. themselves look good. But I think it really does help Mm -hmm. because you never know who could be watching and who can, um, I don't know, do something better for their environment or the world. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do think you're right there. Like, I don't think that I don't mean to like belittle the power of social media at all, oh, but yeah, I think it, it accompanying it with actual action is a really, really important thing. And um, I think that um, literally have just lost my train of thought there. No idea what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that bit out. Well, it is late over there, so. Yeah, I did have a coffee. It's going to be a late one for me. I'm not going to get any sleep tonight. Um, No, it's fine. So what has been been the biggest um, challenges that you've had to face in your work? Um, Okay, so recently we did a petition at A&M University Corpus Christi to get free period products in the restrooms, and it was successful, and we're getting that started by the fall semester, but before we did that, we did a little um, march to end period poverty at the school, and that was great, but of course, all the news showed up, which was awesome, but then it was the aftermath when the news posted about it on Facebook, and reading all the comments, people were Mm. so horrible, disgusting, basically just saying how millennials want everything for free, and if they can afford period products, then 
you know, a college student can, and basically just saying, like, oh, well, they're dressed nice, they should be able to afford stuff, like, look at their, it was just horrible, I couldn't read them at one point. my god, wow, yeah, that must have been so difficult, yeah, and that, it was just funny, because it was an amazing day, like, everything went well, and then just going home and reading the comments, I'm like, oh my gosh, Mm. this is horrible, Mm -hmm. and Corpus is very conservative, too, like, we're from Texas, so, Mm-hmm. very conservative and um but yeah I think that was just shocking I think a lot of us now are kind of like wary about stuff like that which sucks because we shouldn't be scared but um but yeah it's it's difficult I think just the backlash is what's mm. been hard but I think you know I don't I'm never gonna stop doing this so we're probably gonna get that forever but it's fine. I'm, I'm glad to hear it hasn't disheartened you because, I mean, I oh, work no, in marketing, no. so I've seen, like, my fair share of you put on a really great event, you think it's great, and then you look at this what people are saying on social media and you just – it just, like, kills you that, yes, like, you just have to remember that they have a platform and they're going to talk shit. But yeah. for a cause, like, that you're working on, it's, like, it's, it's really sad to hear that. And it almost fuels your fire because it just goes to show that – there is so much more work to be done and so much more awareness to be raised. Yeah. And, you know, I think, like, you can get contraception for free. You can get condoms for free. But why can't you get period products for free? Like, I know. And, like, we try and relate it to toilet paper. I mean, you don't have to buy toilet paper at a public restroom. So, mm-hmm. pads and tampons should be free. But it's just people don't get it. Especially, I don't know. It's funny because a lot of women in the comments were, like, berating us, too. So, it's like, how can you be like that? Like... I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's horrible. How do you keep faith in the face in the face of those challenges? I just think, like, maybe ten years from now, um, you know, we're gonna be on the right side of history. Hopefully, I think we're gonna get there's gonna be free period products everywhere. I hope so. I think if I can look back and say, like, well, we were the ones doing it, doing all the work. I think I'm just mm-hmm. optimistic for the future for sure because it's a really good time for the menstrual movement uh, that documentary won an oscar i don't know if you heard about it no i didn't actually it's called, yeah it's called period end of story or no period end of what is it called period end of oh period end of sentence excellent work yeah, it's on netflix <laughs> okay oh i'll definitely check that out period end of yeah, sentence okay end of sentence yeah it's like 20 minutes it's amazing like it's it'll make you cry for sure wow okay Okay, I will definitely look that up then. Um, so is that your vision? You mentioned that earlier that free period product, pro, free period products in all public restrooms. Is that your vision and your ultimate goal? I think so. I mean, I just feel like in general, periods just need to be talked about too. So like, if periods are less taboo, people are less afraid of talking about them, and homeless people don't have to worry about where they're going to get them because a lot of people don't donate them to shelters just period positivity is what I want in 10 years or five years that's that's excellent and I I mean I saw a um a quote that you shared on Instagram where you'd said that your own grandma had to choose between school and period products do you want to talk more about that yeah um so like I didn't even know that until her funeral so I was already doing stuff you know, donating to shelters, mm-hmm. and then my cousin was speaking at her funeral, and she told me, like, Ashley, this cause didn't come to you out of nowhere. It came to you because, you know, I know it's very powerful, and I'm not religious, so when she was saying that, I was just, like, bawling. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just crazy how things happened like that. I didn't know that about my grandma, and 
it's terrible that that had to happen. And I know um, her story isn't unique. It happened to a lot of people, specifically people of color in Texas and all around the world. When I spoke at period con about my grandma um, in New York City, there was a lot of maybe like five uh, women that came up to me and said um, that that happened to their moms and their grandmas. And they were from, I want to say like Latin American countries. So it's not uncommon, unfortunately. And what's funny is like when period posts that when they post that quote, a lot of people are like, well, I don't think that's possible. Like, how could that happen? So it's just, it's just, you get backlash anywhere, Mm -hmm. but you know, that story did happen. It's Mm -hmm. true. It's still happening now, unfortunately. So, and that's why it's so important to keep telling those stories. Mm So people know, and that is such a beautiful thing that you've taken on that cause without even realizing that, like, that's 100% like fate and divine intervention, I believe anyway, like, that's really, really beautiful. And I think um, we really, I was listening to something a couple of weeks ago, and they were saying how, if you're not sure what to do in life, like, just imagine if there was no internet, no nothing, like, what role would you take on in your community? And it sounds like you've really found that role. And that's, that's really beautiful and amazing. And is there any kind of advice? I know you you said we were talking earlier about kind of um, help, um, actioning help in your community. But is there any other advice you'd give to someone who's searching for that cause about how how they can go about finding it? I think just getting out there and doing something like it could be anything. It could be small, but that affects someone and you can make their day. Um, I think a lot of the mindset that we have in the world is like, oh, you know, someone else is going to help out. I don't need to do anything. But that's not true. That could be you. Mm -hmm. That could help. Mm -hmm. I could help out and like make a change. So I think that's why I started it because I felt so like, I don't know, a lot of stuff was going on in the United States and it was just horrible and I felt like I needed to do something to help people and I think I just, I just did it and I kind of procrastinated for a while, but I'm glad I Mm -hmm. finally did do it. So just Mm -hmm. get out there and do it. It could be anything. I love that. Okay. So I really hope that anyone listening to this, you heard it, like just get out there and do something like, and you never know where that action is going to lead to you next. So what what kind of action, I always see on Instagram, you're like doing like kind of benefits and and drive. So what kind of activities do you do? So once a month we make period, period packages that we distribute to shelters. I think they have nine tampons, six pads, panty liner so we try and do that once a month and then we do little fundraisers different local markets stuff like that just to bring awareness raise funds bake sales just little like grassroots stuff Mm -hmm. that you can do and it really helps out because a lot of people I feel like a lot of people know us now um our chapter has like 700 followers on Instagram which isn't a whole lot but it's a lot Mm. compared to the other chapters that I've seen and it's all been organic growth. Like, I don't know how people hear about us. They just do. I don't know if they see, like, our little um, donation boxes at different stores that we have in Corpus. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But they find us. So it's working, I guess. Mm, that That's quite a nice story, kind of, to counterbalance all the negativity you get on social media. Yeah. It must be really nice when people find you and recognize you and want to help. Yes. And it's, I mean, it's definitely worth it. Mm, do you get a lot of people reaching out asking how they can help? Yeah, uh, we get a we get a few messages on Facebook, people asking how they can donate, and I give them a list of all the donation locations we have, and a lot of people message about wanting to help out with the 
um, the, the period packaging parties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just love that people want to help. I think yeah. it's awesome. And I guess it's all voluntary, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really cool that you do this. And you do this alongside a full-time job and you've got your own blog stuff too that you're doing. Yeah. So you, I think it's amazing that you, I think really we probably all have a lot more time than we think. Like if we just yeah. think about how, and like you said, it's small actions. Like something I always try to do is um, buy coffee for a homeless person at least once a week because in London I pass so many and it's like the simplest thing you can do and it really makes someone's yeah. day like in it, it, as humans like you kind of think yeah. if I have like I often think if I've been able to pay for myself to go for a nice meal I should just the least I can do is just do it for someone else so mm-hmm. I think yeah like activism doesn't always have to look a certain way and yeah yeah like we can we're in a powerful time to step up and make changes Mm -hmm. that's perfect what you're doing too like just little things like that can be super simple and I'm glad that you make that a goal every week that's (laughs) I'm sure you've made a lot of people happy that's awesome I hope so I hope so because yeah it's it's never nice to see that but I definitely think I'm going to start carrying period um equipment equipment (laughs) like pads and tampons (laughs) definitely for like homeless women I think that's a really nice thing to do that's super actionable what has been your biggest wins with period corpus christi i think getting the products in a&m corpus christi the college Mm -hmm. that's been great just because i felt like when we first started i was like i don't know if we're gonna be able to do this like i don't know if people are gonna even gonna sign this petition i don't know if people are gonna want to help out but we got like 800 signatures that's a lot and we're actually getting it done, so that's cool. And then we're also going to start trying to get them at the school district I graduated from. Mm-hmm. So, so like elementary, middle school, high school. And it's a smaller school district, so I'm hoping that will be mm-hmm. easier. But that's the next thing we're going to have planned, so hopefully I can report back and tell you that. Yeah, so, that. so is that the, ne- the next thing you're working towards? Yes, so it's like the next phase. Because like Period Corpus Christi, we're a part of like this champion cohort of chapters so it's like the top performing chapters of period and we try and do like stuff like that getting stuff in the schools press releases um like different letters to the editor that we're doing this time so it should be probably get more backlash but it's okay (laughs) slay through it girl keep your head up and keep going keep going um is there anything that us in the uk we can do to support you just carrying around period products and handing them out mm-hmm. or donating them to shelters stuff like that um you can follow period the um the national organization on instagram okay. they do a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. i'd be or interested you can follow us too. okay yeah well, i already do follow you guys tell tell everyone what your what's your handle period corpus christi on instagram and facebook Perfect. Okay. I'd be interested to know if we've got something similar actually over here in the UK. So I'm definitely going to look into that. I think that. y'all do. Okay. Y'all are pretty period positive. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't and know. I think that. Ireland, they mm-hmm. have like free period products in all the schools. So I did y'all not are. know that. Well, you're educating me now on <laughs> my own nation, which is really <laughs> cool. Okay. So to wrap things up, I ask every guest, what is your fabulous du jour, aka the thing that helps you find the fabulous in the everyday? I'm going 
to like piggyback off what you said in one of your Instagram stories about dressing well, because Mm -hmm. I feel like when I dress good, I feel good and it makes me want to work better. And then I get little compliments throughout the day from my coworkers. So that's Mm -hmm. always nice. And I don't know, I've always loved fashion. So I want to look nice Mm -hmm. and makes me feel better and makes me have a better day for sure. Especially actually there was one day this week I started my period and like my menstrual cup was kind of not cooperating with me so it leaked so I have to put it back in oh, no. I'm probably being like too much no <laughs> it's fine but we've all been yeah. there we've all been there <laughs> so like I put on like that blue like cobalt blue dress with, oh like, my god it was stunning cup. you have to go look at Ashley Alyssa's Instagram because this dress was stunning I see I didn't know yeah, I did that's the story bucks. behind it yeah like it was it was like the worst day because I got to work late but I put on the outfit it made me feel better Everyone said I looked cute, so it was a good day after all. See, we really do speak the same language because I really believe in the power of dressing and you have to dress how you want to be addressed. And it's so true. I think, yeah, like I've had I've had disasters like that too where I've like leaked out over my clothes at work and it's been awful. But honestly, putting on something that makes you feel good is extremely powerful. So I'm glad that is your fabulous du jour. And what is one yeah. fabulous that you'd like my listeners to go and find this week? Um, I want to challenge everyone to do something good for the environment, the world. Just find something small. It could be giving someone a cup of coffee. Could could be anything. Just, mm-hmm. I think do, do that. Like, do something good. Lovely. Because when we help the world, we help ourselves. And I really do believe that. So t- before we okay. go, tell everyone how they can find you. And one more time, what period Corpus Christi's social handles are. Okay, so you can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Alyssa and then Period Corpus Christi on Instagram. That's my period chapter. And yeah. Great. Thank you so much for your time, Ashley. Thank you. This was so fun. Thanks for joining me on Finding Your Fabulous. Don't forget you can come say hi on Instagram and Twitter at Sinead Sontel. That's Sinead, S-I-N-E-A-D, Saint like Saint Laurent and L like the magazine. Stay fabulous!